0: Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to my podcast. There were a few questions on a text that I posted a few days back on my Facebook page. The text was about not turning fights and disputes into a matter of pride, as then they can never be resolved. On this, Muhammad Mir has asked what happens when conflicts are turned into an issue of pride? How can we stop making conflicts a matter of pride? Shazia Khan Chaudhary has said, If someone has a misunderstanding in a conflict, I need to clear that misunderstanding. But if I agree with that person, he will continue in his misunderstanding. So I have to do everything to clear his point of view. Please explain this properly. I would like to begin speaking about this issue by recalling a recent incident that took place in Delhi in the month of April this year. This was an incident about a procession of a certain community which was passing through a locality and this procession even passed by a mosque which was part of that locality. Now, there were many people who were part of this procession and they began to shout slogans. And in their passion, many of them even said things which was offensive and hurtful to the Muslim community in that particular locality. Now, some of the Muslims in that area took the words of the processionists, the slogans of the people in that procession as a provocation. They thought that the pride of Muslims as a community was hurt and they thought that the superiority of their religion was being challenged by these people who were taking out a procession right in front of the mosque. And one of the Muslims I heard even said, one of the Muslims who was involved in a riot said that we cannot tolerate such sloganeering, such chest thumping that deliberately tries to put Muslims down and that intentionally wants to humiliate Muslims. We cannot tolerate and therefore we ended up starting a fight which escalated into a riot. Now this incident, which was covered in the news, this particular incident was such that it awakened or it aroused or instigated the pride in the Muslims in that area. They became extremely angry and they decided that they couldn't let people from another community demonstrate their strength right in front of a mosque. And speak insultingly of Muslims in front of their own holy place. And many Muslims in that area began to say things such as, How dare they say such things to us? Why should we allow them at all in front of our holy place? And we shall show them what we can do to stop them. We will surely teach them a lesson so that they cannot repeat such behavior again. This is what began or led to a quarrel and this quarrel then finally culminated or ended into clashes and physical violence on both sides. Now I wanted to discuss this particular incident that happened last month in Delhi because to me this demonstrates or illustrates what happens when in a conflict or in a tense situation, we begin to be governed by our pride. We take something or we take an action because we are under the influence of our dignity, our honor having been hurt. So when conflicts are turned into an issue of pride, what happens is that you remain adamant about teaching a lesson to the other party, to the other side. You decide that you will not step back. You will not do anything which will show that you are lesser than the other side. And you are not ready to tolerate anything unpleasant that is said by people whom you have thought as your opponents. So if somebody says something provocative... You reply in a provocative manner. When you turn a disagreement or a difference into a matter of pride, then that makes you extremely adamant. You are not ready to change your stand. You believe that you shouldn't do anything that shows or portrays you as weak or less. You're not ready to tolerate anything unpleasant that comes from the other side. If someone says something provocative, you reply in an equally provocative manner. You return abuse with abuse. You return threats with threats. And you don't want to show that you are weak. So initially, these clashes start with fiery exchanges between two sides. Somebody on one side says something disrespectful and offensive And this instigates you and you begin to react in exactly the same manner. And now we should understand what does Islam teach us in these situations wherein a dispute or a controversy can turn into a full-scale conflict. What is the lesson that Islam teaches us? Islam says that you must not yourself start doing what the other person or the other group is doing. And the reason for this is also equally important for us to understand. And it is that the Quran emphasizes a lot on leading a purpose-driven life. So you don't have to get distracted by incidents in which people are trying to push you to behave violently. Because that will distract you. It will remove you from your track. So what you have to do is ignore any kind of provocation and carry on with your work. And why this is so necessary is because if you react in the way that the other side is behaving, you will give them a chance to do something more. You will start a cycle, a chain reaction, because they have done something And now you do something else. And in response, they will again do something more. So you have to be the person to stop the conflict. You have to be the person to stop the conflict by nipping it in the bud. Don't even let it begin. Remember, you can clap with two hands. Nobody can clap with a single hand. So if you avoid any kind of conflict by moving away gracefully from that point of controversy, then you're taking away the excuse from the other person to continue to behave badly. And if you don't respond to their offense, a time will come when they will themselves stop and they will withdraw from the situation. They will withdraw from doing what they have been doing because it is not leading to any effect. It is not leading to any kind of response from you. But if you react negatively, they will have the justification to continue their offensive behavior. So don't get offended and no one will offend you. And this is what the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the companions did at the time of the Hudaybiyah Treaty. History tells us that the Quraysh at that time, at the time of the Hudaybiyah Peace Treaty, did everything to provoke the Muslims into fighting. But the Muslims avoided all provocations. They did not allow themselves to be dragged into a battle. And the Quran described the behavior of the Quraysh as ignorance. And it says, don't respond to ignorance with ignorance. Respond to ignorance with wisdom. And similarly, when people heaped abuses on the Prophet by addressing him as Muzammam, He did not get angry. Instead, he said, my name is Muhammad and not Muzammam. So all the abuses of these people are not falling on me. They are falling on a person called Muzammam, who is not me. And this response of the Prophet has a very great lesson for all of us. Because these days we get to hear a lot that people say when our dignity or our sense of honor is offended, we cannot tolerate it anymore. But the prophet is teaching us that higher dignity is in avoiding and even laughing off such remarks that people make about you, rather than becoming angry or losing your sleep over it. So based on this one very effective way of reacting when people took out their procession from in front of a mosque, Instead of countering their slogans with slogans and instead of fighting with them over their abusive words, instead of getting angry at the offense that they had caused, Muslims should have gone out and greeted them. They should have shaken hands with them, welcomed them and greeted them on their festival. And this behavior on the part of Muslims would have completely changed the atmosphere At the scene. Muslims shouldn't have given into pride. They shouldn't have reacted under the influence of their inflated pride. They should have reacted with wisdom. And this would have completely changed the scenario, making it one of friendliness and goodwill. And a very important aspect that this behaviour has is that it takes away the steam from a situation that is meant to be a potentially conflict-driven situation or a situation that is meant to create violence. So your behavior should be such that you can manage the conflict in such a way that it does not spiral into a full-scale dispute or a full-scale controversy. We have to take the responsibility of how the situation proceeds. And why such behavior is emphasized so much in Islam is that it helps in maintaining peace in society. You will not only be able to peacefully fulfill your plans, but this will also help in maintaining a peaceful atmosphere in society. And one of the very important duties that we have as Muslims is that we cannot disturb the peace that exists in society. You have to try your best to let peace remain at any cost. You cannot make your pride or your community's pride an excuse to turn violent, to do physical violence. You have to manage your hurt sentiments for a greater good. Because if you're not ready to tolerate offense and insult from people and you begin to do violence, you start fighting in response, then you are doing something which will harm you and nobody else. Because in all of these cases, it has been seen that if you don't tolerate your insult and if you don't let your pride be controlled then you will surely stoop into violence. And the end result of all this violence is that you and people of your community will lose their lives, property and their means of living. So if we tolerate someone's bad behavior in the beginning, that will help us in saving our energy for more constructive purposes in the future rather than wasting them in destruction. So the idea is that whenever a conflict happens, when somebody begins to say things to you which you think are not proper and you believe that you have to correct that person, that person has to be corrected, that person must not go about thinking what he has assumed about me, you make it an issue of your honor, your pride. And you want to correct your image before that person. And you are ready to take any drastic step for that. What happens is that you lose your peace of mind. A quarrel is resulted and a dispute is what follows. But if you don't make it an issue of correcting that misunderstanding, you make it an issue of maintaining your peace of mind then in that case, you will not enter into a conflict. You will not enter into that dispute. You will let the dispute rest. Your concern won't be your self-image or your self-pride, your your self-respect. Your concern would be your peace of mind and the peace in your society. So this is a very important aspect which I wanted to discuss because a lot of times what happens is, We are not able to stop ourselves when somebody says something which to us is offensive to our community or offensive to our religion. We believe that we are being shown less and we cannot tolerate that. And under the influence of that pride, under the influence of that desire to defend the honor of our religion and the honor of our community, we go about taking steps that are ultimately counterproductive. So we have to not behave with fiery zeal and passion. We should not lose ourselves by behaving in a fanatic way because this was not the way of the prophet. The prophet's way was to give careful, considerate thought to a situation. And what was extremely important in the prophet's decisions, in the prophet's policy was that his motivations behind any action, any step that he took was that It should not hurt or it should not harm the purpose that you have to fulfill in life. It should not go about causing you further damage, further losses and waste your time and energy. So this was the prime motivation behind why the prophet did or behaved in the way that he did. The prophet's concern was to save his time and energy to fulfill the mission that he had been given by God Almighty. The prophet's concern was not to get enmeshed and entangled into every abusive, uh, into abuses that people heaped on him or get into fights because people insulted him or people said things about him which he could not tolerate. He did not use these as excuses or as justifications to go into fighting with people because they had hurt his pride or they had insulted or offended him. So this is a very important teaching of Islam which we all have to bear in mind because if in society we go about living by being governed by our pride, then we will only harm ourselves. We will not be able to do any good to ourselves. This was the important message that I wanted to share with respect to the questions that came to me on a text on my Facebook page and I'll be answering many more questions you can send your questions on my Facebook page on the text that I post every day or on the videos that are posted on my page you can comment in the comment section and your questions will inshallah be taken up thank you